0: I just wanted to give them a give them a little bit because I know a lot of people don't they not hip to that type that 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 part of you. Yeah. I mean everybody listen to the radio tracks and this and that. They don't know nothing about Lemonade mimosa. My man. I know, right? you know <laughs> saying? They don't know nothing about that currency and that, that sky zoo type of deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't know uh, welcome to the show I'm sorry for the late start But we are on Grammy award winning time You know what I'm saying I would be more mad If he was on time You know what I'm saying Like what type of Grammy award winning nigga Shows up to a show on time You know what I mean Niggas is in my DM And they text me And they're like Yo Where, where y'all at Nigga we all Grammy time, nigga. Yeah, man. We all we fucking hit. Grammy time. Like, I you know niggas is on you know the city niggas, they probably like,
1: oh he ain't coming. Nah man, the weather was a little bad. Yeah. I was like eight minutes late. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't
0: that bad. Now, you you, you, you <laughs> a you a little, ten minutes, just ten minutes. Ten minutes, one minute with adding the steps, adding the walk up on the steps. No doubt. But um thank you for uh thank you for coming, first of all. Oh, man, uh thanks for having me, bro. Uh, Toast, before we even get started to this, yes. to mm-hmm. a great interview and for sure. uh, appreciation. To you even sitting down with the kid, you know what I'm saying? It's been a a long time coming for me, and I've always wanted to sit down with you and talk to you because your story is just so unique coming from where we're from. You know what I'm saying? And when I like I was telling you before we got on, like a lot of the times when I look at interviews on you, they don't don't get into your story. It's just
1: the roots, right? It's from like... 2008 on up But I've been doing this forever Yeah you know?
0: Yeah they, they don't know about The, the West Side Kid and, Right and, and, and going to high school And things like that So I wanted to make sure That we did that Like before we Before I even started This actual Platform I wanted to get you On the Jay Sutton show So I reached out to you earlier Just to put it in the universe mm-hmm. No pressure or nothing and then the universe returned it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean, it came back full hey, circle. Hey, came to
1: you. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's was, that was. Uh, good. I was chilling with um my brother Dre and my man's June. You yes. know what I mean? And uh, we was talking about um one of your shows, um, and I was just like, yo, Dre, uh, you got a line on uh Jay? I'm like, I'm trying to go up on, it. I'm Word. trying to come up on that Jay. You know what I mean? I, I always that. hear a lot of, um, I mean, I I peeped a couple shows. You know mm. what I'm saying? And uh, I always hear a lot of good stuff about your shows, and um, Man, it's, it's funny as hell. That's love. That's love. <laughs> that's
0: that. I appreciate that, and the, and the respect is definitely reciprocated. Um, I want to talk about. Tell me about that currency track, lemonade, mimosa. How did how did that come up? Because a lot of people yeah. not used to that type of sound from you.
1: Well, um, I so that started, I think around like 2016, mm. and uh, actually we were in. The, um, We are in Cool and Dre studio in Miami, Mm. and um, me and uh, my brother Tone pulled up on a Bunch of light-skinned niggas. Yeah, (laughs) Dot, (laughs) C-Dot, my brother Rock, you know what I mean? So we pulled up, and um, funny story, we ended up, um, Tone used to have an X6, Mm -hmm. so we pulled up to the studio, and we ended up having to take an Uber back because I had a, a dab of wax yeah, we was hitting a dab of wax with currency <laughs> oh, man. and man, we, it was like you ever seen half baked. Yeah, it was like floating out the window yeah. and all that. <laughs> that's yeah, how we you felt. Yeah, we was tore up. We we missed a whole night because of that. We ended up um catching the Uber back to um Tones Condo. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, but um, that's a different type yeah, we, of smoke. We, we were working around. with um Cool and Dre, and um, I think it was Pilot Talk Three. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, and I came there and I played him a whole bunch of joints and he just went crazy over that. Yeah, because you know I mean? that's that sound. That, yeah, that's
0: that sound right there. And a
1: lot of people, you know, I mean, like you said earlier before we was on air, a lot of people don't even know I can jump in that bag. But
0: my nigga, your range, like when I sit back, cause you know I don't reach out. I like you know I fuck with all of the radio yeah. shit, but I'm not no really radio type of nigga. Yeah. So. I reach out to you when you work with them niggas that, like, I really fuck with, like, currencies yeah. and sky zoos and yeah. bottles. The shit you did with that, yeah. that slime flu shit, I'm,
1: like... Bottle, that's my guy, man. That nigga's nasty. Yeah, he's nasty. Right.
0: He's nasty. And the thing about your beats are, like, for lyricists, like, a lot of people don't pay attention to the lyricist uh, aspect of your beats. Because as much as your beats are doing, you still leave pockets...
1: Oh, yeah, simple. For
0: MCs to get busy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about how how you uh, developed that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, just being, you know, into music and kind of like seeing the success of Meek Mill and how I was able to be simple, you know, simplify my production for him. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I took those elements um, a little bit further, and when I started to sample, I just didn't want to overproduce, so... I didn't really. When I do like sample stuff, I don't really add on to like the samples. I might do, you know, two uh, loops or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, a lot of producers overproduce and that kind of like drowns the artist. You artists don't out. Leave, a, leave
0: no pockets yeah. for nobody.
1: I mean, I got I had a chance to just watch dudes like Just Blaze and actually be around them dudes and learn from them. You know what I mean, yeah. and uh, just learn uh, a little. I mean, I'm a student of the game, so when I'm around them dudes, I'm asking them questions. So, yeah. well, how you do this, and you know, how did you do this for Hove, and this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, good question. The I good never questions. was afraid to ask questions around yeah. um, dudes that I looked up to.
0: The only dumb question is the one I asked. That's, well, exactly. what, that's what they say out here in the sure. streets. Um, I want to, I want to uh, go back. I want to start this interview to where we'll go through a little uh, a time slot of your life and beginning, middle, ending. Where mm-hmm. we are now, not end because you know we got a lot of living to do out not this doubt. bad boy, but well, um I just wanted to like for newer viewers and stuff uh tell the people where you grew up in Chester.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm from the Lamokin Village, but I grew up on the East Side, 22nd Street. Okay, uh, okay. you know what I mean. Um, I moved out of Lamokin Village and like I was like five, and uh so that I was lived that on was the pre east
0: side. that was pre uh Crip days. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I wasn't. I know. But I'm just saying.
0: Before the my LV brothers was, was
1: around it, but I wasn't really. You yeah, know he me? was young. My mom, I had, you know, I had a good supporting cast, so I never really was wanting to be in the streets or yeah. even involve myself in that. And no, I, I was just saying. That that that. The, yeah. the growing up,
0: like we like growing up in the LV. You know, yeah. it was it was a certain point where they did start uh, yeah, cripping sure. or whatever. So yeah. I was saying, were you there? Was it pre?
1: Crippin' or... Nah, I, mean, I think it was going on, going on around okay, there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because right. I moved in, I think, 94,
0: 95. Yeah. Yeah. What was the difference between when you moved from the west side to the east side? Because it's a whole yeah, different Yeah, it way.
1: saved my life. So, I moved... I First, I moved on Sandland Street. And that's, like, right near Chester Park. Yeah. And when I moved there, it was still, like, white people still living there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, everybody had, like, their mom and their dads there. You know what I mean? So, I grew up kind of... I grew up normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... uh. Things didn't really change until I moved to Twenty Second Street. Until I got a little older, and then the city kind of got different. I mean, when you get older, it's different. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah.
0: Everybody grows up. Uh, yeah. Talk to me about how that probably shaped you uh, moving in the industry because
1: yeah, being well, in that environment is the same thing, pretty y- much. Yeah. Well, uh, my dad was a uh, music producer, and I was certified engineer that. in '88, the year I was born. Okay. And my cousin Lamont, he was a uh, um he was trying to he was trying to get into the um, production and stuff like that. So. We started off making beats on a MTV generator on the PlayStation. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, we would make the beats and then we would um, dub them from the, um, the RCA. Yeah. We would dub them on the tapes. Oh, shit. And I'm like ten years old. You know what I mean? So you
0: started. So you would say you started at eight, like nine, 10 years old.
1: I started at. I started. I made my first beat at ten. I started making beats like at like eleven. Okay.
0: Like seriously. Right. You you spoke on your uh, your dad. I thought I, yeah. I thought I heard that he was he was actually a musician. He was a musician. Okay.
1: He um had a band in the seventies. Okay. What's and, name um, that band? I forgot what it was called. Yeah. He gonna kill me got, too. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> why I asked you, nigga. Pop's gonna be on you but for he, that. He he played he played the drums. He played the bass guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just he played the electric guitar. He was he was a beast. Oh yeah. So you yeah. would say that
0: probably influenced you a lot in getting oh, for into sure. the music.
1: Yeah. Like so. I mean, as long I mean, as far as I can remember, um, and Dre here, he will tell you, my dad had a home studio, so he used to have us like rapping. Mm. You know, what I mean, he was he had his record, he was recording us. So I remember I was like three, and I made a wrap up called "My Name Is Jaja." <laughs> Give me the first three yeah. bars, then. And the and the rap was like, "My My Name Is Jaja." I got a mom, I got a dad, and I got six brothers. Yeah, that's some true <laughs> shit. Man, I
0: mean, you was living,
1: you, you was living yeah. your rounds, my nigga, at an early age. My dad still got that tape too. It's Damn, crazy, man. You got, you got, simple so simple, Yeah, I was born into it, man, for sure.
0: That's fucking dope, man. You said you started on a, a PlayStation making beats.
1: Yeah, that was my cousin Lamar. He had a MTV generator. Him and his man Ian was uh, doing beats, mm-hmm. and then they, he kind of like took me under his wing, and then you know, cause I looked up to him, cause he was um. He just was like my, he was like my my first older cousin, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like close to my age. So
0: you probably thought he was so cool. He, he was, was cool, him head. and my brothers, He yeah. was cool, <laughs> you know what I mean. So
1: I just, you know, I I just thought it was amazing that he was able to make beats and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and you know.
0: How did you How did you know that you wanted to do it? Like, what what was like What was that like? I, just knowing you wanted to do that.
1: I didn't know until I went to high school, and yeah. uh, and it, you know, it's crazy. People didn't even know I made beats, mm. but uh, I I remember um, my brother Dre went. He went to his people's crib and he was. I think they was playing like um, Madden or something like that. And he had uh, took one of my BCDs because he was always like like Yo, you nice, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he knew I me. Mean, I was kind of insecure because like you know, you never know your artists. We we yeah. sensitive about our shit. Not even that. <laughs> like I just you know I didn't think I was good. You okay, feel me? Okay. And uh and then I came back to school and um. I think it was my man D-Gov, Darren Govins. He was like, yo. And my man Shaq. They was like, yo, we, we was listening to your beats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them shits is fire. Yeah. I'm like, oh, for real? Yeah, And that kind of like gave me the confidence. Did you ever to try really to rap? Yeah, yeah. Everybody so got So we started off trying to be rappers first. You know okay. what I mean? So I always rap since like a kid. I always wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. My first favorite rapper was Mace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Puff and Mace.
0: Smooth ass nigga. <laughs> Smooth ass nigga. When, when did you uh, fall in love with hip hop?
1: Man, probably, probably, like, since I, like, probably like five years old. Yeah, you remember the song? I, yeah. I remember the first rap song I, re, like, really remember was um, Gin and Juice by um, Snoop. era, yeah, everybody around your age group is always Gin and Juice. Yeah, so that was, like, because that was, like, big. That's, like, Huge. you know what I mean, when Ennis you were a kid. one of the greatest albums
0: of all oh, time. Oh, yeah, it's
1: in my top five. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Um, that's, that's, uh, and... How many brothers you say you got?
1: I got six brothers.
0: Six. I swear every year I find it, find out it's a new brother. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, that's just John Jay. Yeah. I'm be like, it's another one of these motherfuckers. They just be popping up. I'm
1: like, Get the fuck out of here. I got a big family.
0: Yeah, man. yeah, I know. Uh, so I know that. How was that growing up in that household? And, and
1: man, it was fun because my brothers, they always protected me. So I never got bullied like that. Mm, that's good you know what I mean? And then my little brothers, they always um, looked up to me. So, you know, it was it was a lot of fun, man. For real. And I, I was never really the fighting type, so it was never really, like, a bunch of scraps with, like, me. And my brothers always just wanted to be around me, Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Even though I was, like, five years uh, younger than my, my older brother. It was brother, a golden
0: child, kid.
1: They love me, you <laughs> know what I mean? But I was really, like, I wouldn't say the forgotten child, but I always been, like, laid back and just, like, out the way. Mm. And uh, just let my brothers do their thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, What did you do before? Uh, you, I know you got some other hobby or, or talent that yeah. you did.
1: Well, I draw, too. You draw? You know I mean, me and my brother, Karan, we draw, so we used to always draw all the time. What's your,
0: like, go, what's your go-to drawing?
1: Spawn. You ever heard of Spawn? Yeah. Todd McFarlane was like my favorite um, artist, you know what I mean? So he was under like Stan Lee, you know? yeah, and he kind of like revolutionized like Spider-Man. But I remember just being around my cousins, and they used to like watch the sh- the cartoon movie. I mean, it was like a show on HBO. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I I just got I gravitated towards it, and I used to draw a lot, and um and watch movies. I watch a lot of movies.
0: Yeah, like, for sure. That's fucking dope. I was I I figured uh it's always good to ask somebody who who draw. What should like if I just sit you down right now and give you a pen and paper? Yeah. What you gonna draw? A lot you, of
1: people don't know I can draw. I can really yeah, draw. For yeah, sure.
0: yeah. I I I, I, <laughs> I did
1: my I did my research. I I did my research.
0: Um, how is it like? It's one thing to have one super producer, but then to have two super producers. How is it yeah. having the beat bully like around? Did y'all used to have like That's little my, beat battles and shit? Like I imagine. No, it's we like never basketball. did. You know,
1: it's crazy. Um, I took him under the wing. He just wanted. He learned probably like around. T- Nine or ten, he might have been like nine when he learned how to make beats. God damn! Right, and he was just like, "Yo, show me how to make beats." And I was just like, "All right, cool," because I mean, it was easy for my cousin to show me. So everything I learned from him, I just taught everything on. that I knew to him. But the thing about the beat bully, we you know tone. The difference about tone was he never had a point where he was trash. He yeah, was he came good. Hitting. Yeah, I always <laughs> tell people he's a lot more talented than me because I I learned. Like even like with my new style, like I learned a lot from him mm. and uh, a lot of my stuff come from him. And, you know, what I mean, I was just a student from under my little brother. You yeah. Know what
0: I mean? Yeah. The student becomes the, the, the teacher becomes the student. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much. Um, since you just spoke on, on the, the sound, um, I want to I want to hold off on that. I want to <laughs> really because I do want to get into the sound because I hear the sound changes. It's big as shit. It's st- like I, you, I I remember I Thank you, man. I commented in one of your joints I'm like stadium music yeah you know what I'm saying like <laughs> nigga you ain't fooling me motherfucker <laughs> I I know what's going on here you you looking for a big ass fucking crowd but we'll touch on that um what did I want I wanted to uh what did, did when did you start doing uh working with Fruity Loops is that something that you
1: yeah with? so so I would say maybe like two years after we was like making beats on um. On MTV Generator, my pop always wanted me to get into like the keyboards and stuff like that. He had um I never forget, he had Cubase, but it was kind of like, it was cool to use, but I couldn't take it home. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. So he, he um he he found a program. He found a program. He ended up buying it. It was like ninety nine dollars or something like that. And he was like, "Yo, you can make beats, but you don't need like no equipment. You can just use a mouse mm. and it's drag and click. Yeah. And then um I just started messing around with it, and he actually gave it to me and my cousin L. Mm-hmm. And um, Lamont was—he really picked up on it, and then he just started to show me stuff on there. And that's when it was a rap. That's yeah. when I was just like, "All right, I'm, I'm hooked." Okay. Because, okay. like you said, it was, it was a hobby at first. It was just like you know, um, just I could do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I could create, but when I got FL Studio. I was just like, yo, I'm gonna make beats every day. I don't have nothing. To, I'm not even gonna go outside.
0: Fuck outside, right? <laughs> um, do you play any uh, instruments?
1: No, I don't play any instruments, man. Mm. None. I mess around with the drums, but I never. I'm not gonna say I'm a drummer. You know what I mean? Okay. I,
0: I'm. Well, I'm. I'm gonna say it for you. I'm a drummer. But yeah, I, you know,
1: I <laughs> fucked around with the drums, so I'm a drummer. Yeah, I can mess. <laughs> I could definitely mess around with the drums, but I'm. I wouldn't say that I'm like you know, you know, at at a level of probably you or something yeah. like that. I'm not. I'm not really oh, a okay. drummer. <laughs> I'm just. Frightened. You know what I mean. But um, I don't know how to read music or nothing. I just. I don't know. You can just play it by ear. I'm. I'm just. pretty much
0: like that. Like I can. I can pick up on a sound and mimic it to the mm-hmm. best of my ability. But I can't do what you do and actually create an entire track. Like I can give. Like I can listen to like a skeleton of one of your beats. You
1: create ideas and stuff like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, I can listen to a skeleton and I'd be like, this sound like this. This bop in here go ill as shit right there. I but I can never be able to formulate the whole thing and just be like, yo, this is a whole beat that somebody could get busy to.
1: It's a process, man. I yeah. mean, a lot of people think that it's easy, but it's like you gotta really... I I, I say it's a gift, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, music is a gift, because you can't... Everybody can't be good.
0: Yeah. Outside of your uh, your, uh, your cousin and your, uh, your pops teaching you how to uh, produce and everything, who were some of the people that helped you when you were younger coming up in the city?
1: My man, Skip. Okay. Skip uh, at um Skip Whaler, I believe his name was. So. Skip at Black Cat he used to be right here. A, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Skip was um a, a big influence on me because um I got to be in a real like a studio and just be around that environment. Mm. And I'll never forget he gave me my first uh, beat machine. He gave me a Kai MPD. Mm. So uh, Skip was definitely an influence on me. I think that was like the only influence musically. Yeah. I was gonna ask
0: you what, what was your actual first uh beat machine, but you just told me what yeah, was it? Yeah, it was
1: a, uh, a Kai MPD. It was um since I use FL Studio, I use MIDI keyboards and stuff like mm. that. So my first beat pad was a MIDI beat pad. Okay. I think it might have been one of the first beat pads ever, though. Wow. Wow. You know wow. What, I mean? what was one of the, the, And you, this was probably like two thousand seven. Damn, you've been at it
0: a long ass time. Yeah. Um can you remember it? What what beat that that's familiar to people that you probably made on that pad actually? Any beats that you
1: I made uh I made I made Sofly, Meek Mill Sofly on it. Okay. I made Hottest in the City on that drink. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's funny.
0: that's the like I
1: made Make Em Say on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: See, it's a lot of like those type of things I think like those are good jewels for question. people to know. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um now, you said that when you, when you chose to get into producing and making beats and everything, you said forget outside and everything. But I heard it's rumored, you can tell me if it's true or false, that when kids were playing basketball or playing Doorbell Dixie, you were riding, running around with a little recorder to sample the sounds of the people kicking the doors. Is that true or nah.
1: false? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That's a great out. That would be good to put in the book, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if I was out, if I was outside, I mean, I wouldn't say I was in the house all the time. Like, I definitely played ball, played like street football and stuff like that, and um, this stuff that kids did, you yeah. know what I mean? And even even on like Twenty Second Street, like, like I grew up with like Calvin Gilbert and my man C Dot, and you know what I mean? We was like, we was we was cool kids. We didn't really do too much. We yeah, was, we yeah. was out the way. We was chasing girls and stuff. Pretty like much. That. Shout out to so both of them. I never times. really had no crazy pressure. Um. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was never really around it at all. Even in, when my like my oldest brother was in the streets, like I never was really yeah. around that
0: shit. Well, we all know what we what we want to do. Like, what's yeah. what's for us? Like, a smart man knows what's for them and what's not for but them. But they
1: would never let me like be in the streets. And street, that's a so. good thing. That's that, that's
0: protection. Um, I wanted to talk about one of my one of my favorite artists from Philly is uh, Ab Lava I think he's like he's oh, definitely guy. top five, yeah. top five out of Philadelphia <laughs> lyrically. Um, the song, uh, what is cruising on Red, Red Leather? yeah. How did that come about?
1: Well, I was, my man Mazi, um, he from Chester, he, uh, he was managing this, um, cat named Akin, and I think he was, like, his young boy, he was Ab Lava young boy, okay. so I ended up, um, connecting with Ab Lava through him, Yeah. and then I did a couple records, cause I've been a fan of him and, like, Yelly and them, like, major figures, I yeah, grew up off yeah, them, yeah. So I was already a fan, you know what I mean? So he just sent me like records like yo. he was like, um, yo, you rap I think I had like I started rapping. Yeah and um I had like two like videos on M T V Jams. I remember I them had records on the radio and he was like, Yo, can you rap on this record? I was like, Hell yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, you asked I'm flattered flattered. Yeah, you lava, nigga. Yeah, you know I mean, you have lava. You one of my favorite from the city, you know what I yeah. mean? And uh I just did my verse and then we did the video, we shot the video in Vegas, we shot part of it in Vegas, and then we shot part of it in the studio in Philly. Cool, cool. You know I mean?
0: that's one of my. That's one of my favorite uh, artists. I got a chance to tell him that I have ran into him, like I normally run into him in Philly when I'm on the comedy scene, and I'll just go by and be like, yo, just shake his hand be like, yo, you're a bad motherfucker, mm-hmm. and keep it moving, that's mm-hmm. the type of nigga I am. But one day I got to build with him, because he he's, uh, partners with one of my guys that I went to Lincoln with. Mm-hmm. and uh, so I caught him at the, at the betting place in Delaware so I wound up getting to bust it up with with Ab Lava and, mm-hmm. and, and building with him and telling him how much I fuck with his music or whatever and then I wound up turning him on to Griselda
1: that's crazy
0: yeah I'm, I'm talking to him I'm like yo you fuck with the Griselda cause I'm, you know I'm, I'm like I'm a nerd I'm a
1: music nerd you love you love the essence of hip hop you know oh, what yeah, I mean
0: yeah I want I want to listen to the music and it make my, my skin crawl <laughs> type of shit like I want to feel it like I'm, I'm more of a I don't, I don't listen to music I feel it so when I'm listening to people's music, if I don't
1: feel it, yeah, it ain't... you remind me of my brother Jamar. You mm, know yeah, I mean? man. Oh, man, Jamar built so yeah, many. Yeah, he times. really, he he really like just he loved like that traditional raw shit. hip-hop Yeah, stuff, Me and him, saying? we
0: the only two that agree on uh, Styles P being the best out of the see, lot.
1: See, look, my brother dying right <laughs> now. And Styles P is my dude. The illest, nigga. Man. Yeah, that joint. You got to see always arguing about that, My man. nigga, I talk to him when, he, when we in the <laughs> shop
0: sometimes and I be like, my nigga, Styles P, like, man, you sound like my brother. I'm like, nigga, because he know, nigga. He fucking know. Styles,
1: man.
0: Styles is the illest. I, my only gripe with, with Kiss is... It don't, it, it's the same Kiss from 96 or 98 or whenever the hell it was. It's just like, it's no progression.
1: But I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's no progression. I think that Kiss is just like. He just that he ill, He plays man. his lane. He's, he's he's in his lane. Yeah, man,
0: switch that motherfucker. Sometimes you got to get out that lane, man.
1: Just a little bit. I mean, I don't <laughs> know, man. Because I mean, I look at it like this. Like, dudes like Kane. These dudes is the, you know, to certain people, they like the, the greatest rappers yeah. of all time. Yeah. And they really kind of like had a short run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I look at KISS like A-Boogie with the hoodie could have KISS on his album right now and it wouldn't be no problem. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? His longevity is just like ridiculous. I understand ridiculous, that. But it's I feel just, where you're coming the same, from. Like,
0: right. like It's the same formula. It's no right. not on I still listen to KISS and be like, "Damn, that was some ill shit. Yeah. But it's like I heard it before.
1: I think with KISS... I think he's just that artist. I think, like, him, Fab, maybe Ross, they're, they're like, sort of, like, they like to paint a picture in a different type of way. Mm. Then you got artists like J and M and maybe Nas that might open up to their life. Many, many uh, different styles of painting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's two different type of artists when you're talking in, like, that vein. You know what I mean? You got, like, dudes, like, big and, like. Um, I mean, Kiss do give you that. Still, feel me. He's like he, he goes back and he starts to talk about like certain things about his family and stuff like that. But he just doesn't. He doesn't open up as much as yeah. as a know, Styles P does. Styles P, he'd tell you about his brother yeah. passing away and all that. Sometimes you feel the really pain feel like in the music. They yeah. just two different artists. Honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, and, I, and when I get into that argument with people or that discussion with people, it always seems like. I don't like Kiss. Like, no, it's not that I don't like Kiss. I love Kiss. I just think Styles is better than Kiss. Now everybody has their. I don't their think
1: opinion. it's no wrong, no wrong answer. It's they no both, wrong answer. It's all in how you they feel. Both some of the best rappers ever. So, I mean, you know that's what I mean? a
0: fact. Um, uh, bring it back to uh to Meek. Um, how did you guys actually meet? First of all, how right. did it feel before we get into how you guys met? How did it feel? Because it was a certain point in certain, uh, certain period where every time you turned on the radio, it was. Chalil Beats, holla at me and Meek Mill, you know I mean, right after that. So how did yeah. that feel, like, coming from here, man? I,
1: I mean, I, that was, like, my end goal, you know what I mean? Like, mm. my whole goal, when I started taking music serious, my whole goal was to have a song on the radio, and my dad hear it, and we driving together, and he hear it on the radio, and mm. that's it, you know what I mean? But, uh, like, with Meek, um, I don't know, man, we just, like, we just got the, we both got the same drive in a sense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or we had the same drive at the, at one point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We had the same goal. We didn't know if we were going to get signed or whatnot, but we knew that it was working, so we was just going to keep churning out music, and um, Cosmic Kid was behind us, mm-hmm. all the DJs was Doc B, everybody was behind us, so... We just kind of like fed the de- the, um, the demand. You feel me? Yeah.
0: And how many year? What, what year was that around? When this was
1: two yeah. thousand Yeah. Because I know I, I made So Fly when I was nineteen. That was my first. Uh, that and then made it on a um, next day air soundtrack. Mm. That was oh seven. Yeah. That's cr- That's a 07. Few, few years removed but from me interning. Yeah, but we we um, really ain't start turning up till like two thousand nine.
0: So then, what, what song was that that you say was make him, when,
1: make him when he got out? And then we did make him say because we did uh, we did so fly and then um, we did uh, hottest in the city. And then he got locked up for like eight months mm. and then uh, he was on fire. I know flamers too leaked and his mixtape was just yeah, you everywhere. Can't, you couldn't go nowhere without hearing it. Yeah, that shit. it was ridiculous. And then, um, as soon as he got out. It was a rap. But we was already like building everything up. He had called; he was like calling me all the time. Yeah. And then Charlie Mack came to my mom crib and he was like, uh he sat down with me and my mom and he was Star like Star maker. Yeah, he was like, yo, <laughs> he was like, uh, did you make hottest in the city? I'm like, yeah, I made that beat. And that's me on the hook. Word. And he was like, yo, I wanna sign you right now, I wanna manage you. Word. You know what I mean? And uh I didn't even know who Charlie Mack was. I did my yeah, homework and I first knew. First off, it. the limo. He's like Will Smith's best friend. <laughs> first off, the limo. I mean, uh, Jazzy Jeff, <laughs> and then I was just like, man, that's crazy. But Charlie Mack changed my life because I was a I was a bad introvert. Mm. You know what I mean? I was a serious introvert. I I, I didn't really like to like talk. I'll be in the if you know me, you know me. You know, what yeah, mean? yeah. Be yeah, in yeah. I, I know exactly I really, how I feel. I didn't really hang around too many people. A lot of people from the city ain't really know me like that. Yeah. you know what I mean. And uh, he got me out of that by just like just having me in the mix. Like, yo, you gotta jump in Meek videos. You gotta do all. Th- mm-hmm. I used to hate it, yeah, man. You that he confidence. made me the hype, man. Oh man, give I hated that confidence.
0: it. Confidence. How did you uh? How did you and Meek actually meet?
1: Yeah, I connected with Meek on MySpace. Uh, he had he had um did a record. Oh, I already knew who he was from high school. Mm. Like him and like dudes like Reed Dollars and Joey Jahad, They was like um. The first dudes on YouTube doing like putting uploading their DVDs and stuff mm-hmm. and their freestyles on YouTube. So we used to watch them like in class. So I I was I was I was aware of him. But then he ended up doing this record called In My Bag. Um and my cousin Sat produced it. Yeah. Shout out to Sap. Yeah. And uh and I just was a fan of him. I heard him on the radio. So I um I reached out to him on MySpace, and I was just like, yo, um, I'm a fan of um, Flamers. I was like, Flamers Flamers 1 is crazy. Yeah. And he was just like, yo, send me some beats. And I sent him um, So Fly. I sent him three beats. So Fly, Hottest in the City, and uh, Way Back. And they all went on his new tape. That was Flamers 2? The, yeah, Flamers 2. And then the mixtape was called Hottest in the City. Okay. After that track.
0: Mm.
1: And um. Did Diverse. you know?
0: Did you know? I know the rest is history, but like when you, did you know like when when he when you heard him over one of your tracks did you know like y'all had that that Dre and Snoop connection
1: i don't think it i don't think it was really i think we was just getting a feel first mm. you know what i mean I, I thought like so fly was a cool track i thought Hot Is in the city was a cool track but i think that we didn't really catch that like momentum until like i would say make em say and uh rosé red you know, that's dude. when we knew, like, all right, now we f- we figured it out, we cracked the code. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what I got that written down. Like, yeah,
0: do you think that that rose, rose, rose red, red broke was the us one?
1: though? Rose red really broke us into like the tri-state. Like he was hot as fist grease, both of us was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at that time, like he was bubbling, but Gilly was coming to, to me. Young Chris, Freeway, mm. uh, Neef. Um, Oskino, uh, mm-hmm. A.R. Ab, like, all these dudes. Uh, Reed Dollars, all them dudes that was killing it. Yeah. Cree Force, And I was just supplying everybody with beats. And um, I remember, like, just listening to the radio, and it was, like, the come-up show. You know, he played a lot. At that time, he was playing, like, his, most of his show was just, like, up-and-coming, like, Philly yeah. dudes. Because at the time... Philly didn't have a, a big scene. Yeah, it you know was just I mean? Just so me and Meek broke broke through. So it was a lot of like underground stuff. So I would have like ninety percent of the records on yeah, there. Yeah, dope You as know what I mean?
0: That was I would, that was that was a proud day but for it, it Chester. But it kind of thank you. Yeah. It kind
1: of made Meek hotter though, cause it's like damn, like I started to I started to be my own entity.
2: Mm.
1: You know what I mean? And uh, it would like kind of like help him out too. Like yeah. damn. We already know who Jalil is and he lacing meek with these joints, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what I, like. So it's, it's cool, my bad to cut you off, but it's cool to be a hot rapper, but then to have a hot producer doing the tracks and it's like, damn, both of them killing it. Perfect marriage. You know what I mean? And that's what
0: I wanted to say, because um that's rare that uh with you guys coming up and working together the way that y'all did, the way y'all careers took off together. Yeah. And then, you know, when, when both of y'all careers started going in different directions, right. and, but y'all but, Y'all still both We always excelling. still tap in with each other Yeah all y'all the both time. excelling But as soon as y'all Get back together yeah. The chemistry Is right. the same shit mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying That's, And that brings me to, to basically Amen Would you consider Amen to be like Your Kanye West uh, for Jesus sure. Walks
1: I wouldn't say It's Jesus Walks But I say that It's a record That was accepted For I mean for those lyrics You know what I'm saying Like A lot of those records Don't even get off the ground Because of the lyrics You know what I mean and um, it, it was a rap, rap record, and it was just like, you know what I mean? A religious record, in a mm-hmm. sense, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And i um, I say you could kind of compare it in that mm-hmm. in that way, but it was like totally two different records. But that was, it was a big um, record for us. It went number two on the billboard. I went yeah, number shit, one.
0: Shit was fucking huge. Um and, and again, that was showing the range.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because yep. when
0: that came on,
1: you yeah. like... You like, a lot of people don't even know I did that because I, I, uh, I ain't put my tag on there. Yeah, and a lot of people. <laughs> I don't forgot to put my shit. tag on it. Yeah, how you forget to do something I, like that? uh When we did the last mix, I, when I sent the the mix out, I mean when I sent the um, stems out, I forgot to put my um, my tag in there. Mm. So when they mixed it, they just put it out. Yeah, and I'm like, where the hell is my tag at? But then I looked in the folder, I forgot to put it in there. I was, I wasn't sick because people knew I did it, but. Yeah, but it it's, Yeah, I know, I know where you're though, I, know sure. I
0: know the feeling. Um. What would you, um, what the hell was that girl? Who is, who is that saying, uh, Jalil Beats holla at
1: me? It's a good friend of mine's, um, her daughter, uh, she's old now. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's about to graduate high school, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, she did it because, um, like, at one point rappers wasn't shouting me out. So mm-hmm. I would be like, all right, well, people got to understand, like. You they got to know who I am. Do that, this is, right? I'm doing these beats, you feel what I'm saying? You was one
0: of the first to actually put your tag in there? I'm definitely one of the first in the game. I, I the know world. damn well you sure. are. Because after, after you, it was...
1: Everybody was doing it. Everybody started it. doing it. But it was smart, it. you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even know how smart it was until people would start telling me, like, yo, that was crazy that you did that. Nigga, that yeah. was a
0: genius move right there because, you know, no producer had a tag in the beginning. Like, yeah. coming up in the 90s and the early 2000s, nobody actually right. tagged their music and right. shit. So... Would you to changed the game like that? You changed the game in a lot of ways. Um, Thank you. Uh, talk to me about. I want to talk. Was you in the uh, studio with them when they
1: recorded? Amen. I was, but uh, I was there when we finished up. I actually took J Cole to the studio. Mm. We we was working on. We was just working on records. Um. Um. At No ID Studio. Okay. And uh, No ID was just talking about like yo. Y'all should do a tape. Well, no, no, no. J Cole, I'm I'm wrong. J Cole wanted to do a tape with Wale and Kendrick. Mm. No, no, no. It was Wale and Big Sean. They was on fire at the time. Yeah. And uh, and no ID. You know what I mean? He was just like, well, I don't. I think you should, you should, you should get Meek on there. Like you should do it with Meek because Meek is hotter than Wale right now. Mm. You know what I mean? This is when we had like I'm a boss, like probably the hottest street record. Yeah. In in the world. You know what I mean? And uh he was like, Yeah, my I'm I'ma holler at him and um I never forget. I was like, Yo, I know her yet. We working I'm working on um Dreams, Dream Chasers too right now. Yeah. We go pull it up. So me and J. Cole hopped in the whip and just pulled up and he was just playing um J. Cole a whole bunch of records. And we ended up doing a record that never came out. Get the fuck out of Meet here. Meek Mill, J. Cole and um Big Sean. I actually got the record. I'm trying to put it on my album, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean that's three Big artist, that's going to be hard to clear. Heck yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I mean, we we watched it, um, done finished that record. And um the crazy thing is, um Drake had me do the drums on there. Like, he was like, yo, get Jada to do the drums. Because oh, it was yeah? just a sample at first. Okay. So Drake was like, yo, get Jada to do the drums on there. And then that's when I flew in and did the, did the drums to the record. That's dope. And it was a rap.
0: That is dope as hell. Uh, you got any Drake stories of, of in the studios or whatever?
1: Nah, nothing know, too no crazy. Nah. Nah, just something. Nah, I don't think I don't. I mean, it's been just a regular studio process, nothing yeah. too crazy. Okay, you know what I mean.
0: Uh, what's it like working with uh, with Meek in the studio? What's his process like?
1: Well, it's different with like me and him. I know I've been in the studio with him where he did other people's tracks, but I'm more hands on because. You're producing, like, producing. Even, like, as far as, like, just ideas for, like, flows and stuff like that. I don't write his r- raps or nothing like yeah. that. I <laughs> <laughs> I disclaimer for yeah, niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But just, like, how to flow and just guiding him how to... Um, producing. With energy to have on records and stuff like that. And he do a lot of co-production without even c- getting credit. I might do something. He might be like, yo, take that out or drop it, like, like mm. drop the, the, the bass like this or... Dropped a beat out like this and just had a melody playing. So our chemistry is just ridiculous. Yeah, sure. I'm
0: sure. Talk to me about the uh, I'm a Boss track and yeah. how that came about with Rick Ross.
1: That, that was a mistake. So Tone, um, this is a funny story. So I found, Tone found out he was having a son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, yo, my mom called me. She was like, yo, you know your brother is having a son. You know what I mean? No, no, no. He I don't even think he knew he was having a son. I just know his girlfriend was pregnant. Mm. So, I'm like, man, I got to do something for my little brother. He a young boy, he about to have a kid. So, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna take you to the studio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you in with Meek. you know what I mean? And I'm gonna uh I'm gonna get you some placements. And uh he came with one beat. Mm. And I had one beat on my thumb drive, but it was for Jeezy. I was working on a Jeezy album. Mm. And uh and and uh he played the beat. He only brought one beat. I was I wanted to kill him. <laughs> he played one beat and um and Meek was like, he, he was feeling it, but he was like, I get, I know Meek, he he was looking for that one, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And he was like, Yo, Ja, pull some joints up. I had one beat on the joint. I said, Man, I only got one beat. He was like, nah, pull that joint up. And then I pulled it up, it was I'm a He was mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm ready to record. I was salty. But thank God he he did it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. What was it like when you heard uh, Ross was getting on that bad boy?
1: Uh, You know what's crazy? Tone got the video of that whole process. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna gonna, um drop a documentary soon with that on there. But um Ross uh so Ross had just did his verse for Rose Red remix. Okay. So him and Ti and your man's Votto jumped on that. Yeah. And uh you know he had um. Reached out to Meek, 'cause he had just signed Wale. He had reached out to Meek. But Meek was still in a situation with TI, but T.I. went to jail. He kept going to jail. And um, you know, when we was doing I'm a boss, I was like, yo, you should get Ross on that joint. Mm. And he was like, Alright, I'm gonna send it to him. He was like, yo. He was like, um, he was like, uh, if Ross jump on this joint, man, I'ma just sign I'm gonna just sign with him, cause Ross reached out to him. He was yeah. like, yo, What's the situation like? You know what I mean. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm building my label up. It's called MMG. You know what I mean. And me and my man DJ Difference, we was like, man, you you got sign with Ross. Ross was hot as fish grease. Fish grease. Man. He was uh coming off of um BMF and uh MC Hammer. Yeah. And the crazy thing is um we kept running into him. You know what I mean. We opened up for Ross and Puff. At the House of Blues and um, AC, mm. so we would just keep running into him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, it, it, like him and Papa, like watch, uh, watch our shows and shit like that. I would be his hype man, and, and um, and Meek would tear that shit up. You, he kill that shit more than them. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know what I mean? Energy, his energy is different. And then
1: like this this is like his town. You know, what I mean? even if it's AC, you know what I mean? Like it's people him. from right. So so Ross already knew what was going on, but like, um, when I know Ross came to Power 99 and Cosmic Kev was like, yo, this kid, Meek Mills, he got this shit on fire. You know what I'm saying? He got it on fire. And um, Ross was like, I didn't know we had, I'm a boss out. He had did, he had did it. Yeah, I, know, yeah, I and know. Ross came there and just, it, they connected it like that. Like, yeah, Ross was like, man, I'm, I'm already on the young, like he already on my radar.
0: Yeah, because when it, when, it, when it, the, the original yeah. was already hard as shit and then once Ross hopped on it, it just like, it just blew that.
1: Yeah, it was over. Yeah, the, what you say, fish grease. Yeah. What happened was Ross was like, yo, um, I'm in Philly. No, no, no. Ross was there at party nine. meek was on Twitter. This is when we first started jumping into Twitter. Yeah. He was like, uh, yo, at Rick Ross and let him know, like, meek mill the hottest in the area. Everybody was just atting him, flooding this shit. And then they called him up to the radio station. And then after that, it was over. Mm. <clears throat> that, that's just dope as hell. How does it like... The,
0: the people who you looked up to or, or listened to, I won't say looked up to, but artists that you listened to growing up before you actually got into business or working with them. How did that feel to be rubbing shoulders with the likes yeah. of Little Wayne's and yeah, things yeah. like that, man? that's
1: It's surreal. And I, I actually just, I really got to kick it with Wayne. I worked with Wayne a couple of times, but, you know, I was just on his last album. Yeah, yeah. I really got to kick it with him. I got to go to the club with him and stuff like that. What's I got to like- go to the club with him twice. One time I was with him and Kanye which was crazy. <laughs> hold, and, uh, hold on, hold on.
0: No, no, you're not yeah. just going to just hop over the fact that she was in the club with Wayne and Kanye.
1: Yeah. Tell me crazy. about that night if you that can. That was a crazy night because I, I, like, I've been around a lot of, like, like, like stars, like superstars, right? But Wayne was different. Like, Wayne and Kanye is different. Like, the whole, everything stops when they in the building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, everybody Time turned stops. around in the club and everybody was just had their phones out. Yeah. On us, and I was just like, "Yo, this shit is like really crazy." Different. you know what I mean? But uh, like to, well, to answer your question, I don't know, man. Like it's surreal. Like working with dudes like I really like idolized, like like Mace. I yeah. got to work with Mace. I got to work with uh Kiss. Ooh. I really got to work with everybody I looked up to. Uh, Meth Rayquan, Busta man. Rhymes, the Locks. Puff. It's surreal, man. You know what I mean? And are
0: you, a lot A lot of these times, are you in the studio collaborating with them, or are you just sending
1: Sometimes tr- I'm in the studio working with them. Uh, sometimes I'm sending them tracks, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's 2000, it was, you know, yeah. it's the 2010s, everything was different, so I know when I first came in the game, it was more so like, I was just sending everybody everything, like I was just flooding the, the, I was flooding sure. the gates i I knew it was an opportunity, I knew it was a window, I knew it was a small window, and I wasn't gonna let that you know man listen, I was gonna turn up, you know what I mean, I wasn't gonna let that buy, yeah. so every chance i I got you know what I mean, I was just sending people like a hundred beats, yeah, I was sending like a hundred fifty beats Working. and I'm like I know like somebody gonna pick at least one or two out of these, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but uh. Yeah, it, it was surreal, just just working with like a lot of dudes that I came up listening to, watching on TV, and what really like blew my mind was like people like you know, dealing with me like as if I was a peer of theirs, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was gonna the, say. The uh, respect is like mutual, you know what I mean? Who's
0: somebody who like outside I wanna know like yeah. somebody's uh, somebody who has like a, a recording process that blew your mind, but who's somebody that you met and it like blew your mind that they actually knew you before you actually, I mean. Swiss Beats. Yourself. Swiss.
1: I met Swiss Beats like years before I met, I, I met him. So Charlie Mack took us to, um, this was probably 2010. He took us to 2000, yeah, 2010. He took us uh, when Michael Jackson passed away. Mm. No, it was 2009. When Michael Jack- Jackson passed away, they did like the remake of uh, We Are The World. Mm. You know, and okay. with Usher and like Justin Bieber and all them. Yeah, Biebs. So I was actually at, I was there, like me and Meek, and um, like it just was, it, I don't know, man. It was just crazy. <laughs> it, it was just crazy, man. This, this, you know what I mean? And you, you and him have like a,
0: your your similarities are so close to each oh, other.
1: I'm gonna answer your question though. Okay. So I met Swiss there. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, um, and I was and and Charlie was like, yo. It's this young kid, you know what I mean? He 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 from out of the Philly area, you know what I mean? And um he's he got this he got the whole East Coast on fire right now, young dude, you know what I mean? Swiss didn't know who I was, but he was like, "Yo, I see the fire in his eyes. I know I'm gonna see you around." Word. I mean, he could have been saying that, but that motivated me a lot because that's my f- favorite person in music, you know what mm. I mean? And then I seen him, uh, he actually jumped on the I'm a Boss remix, and then. He followed me on Twitter, you know what I mean? And then he was just, like, showing, like, mad love to me. Like, yo, man. That's dope. Like, your shit is fire, you know what I'm saying? And then I got to really chop it up with him at the uh, Rock Nation brunch mm, I was um, a couple years that. ago. Um, and I was just like, yo, man, this dude, like, he fuck with me. He's like, yeah. yo, I appreciate all the Love You show and your interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. He hopped on. I, I, I ended up doing a band from TV to, like... On uh, Nori's album, and he hopped on that too. I remember it, yeah. And I kind of like paid homage to Swiss. It was kind of like the same beat, but it was like I had to switch it up. Mm-hmm. But he jumped on there. Uh, Raekwon jumped on there, French Montana. Mm. And uh, it was just, man, it was just crazy, man. Yeah. Like, Swiss, him, just me being able to work with him, like, I signed with Hove, but when I met Swiss, it was like, yeah. It was like if you're a basketball player, meeting Michael Jordan. That's or your or Michael LeBron James, so you know Mike. what I'm saying?
0: For sure. Okay, definitely. And we since we was talking about uh, the Rock Nation brunts and everything and, and you mentioned Hove, uh, could you could you ever imagine in your fucking wildest dreams to be like working hand in hand with that man like that? N- nah,
1: man. Nah, at all. It's like... It was crazy because like with that story, that that all stemmed from I'm a Boss too. So I'm a Boss was like Hove's favorite record at the time. Mm. And... uh. They had some um, intern reach out to me on Twitter, and I was like, I was spinning him like crazy because I didn't think it was. Real. Yeah, I believe high. it. I know I'm hot, but nigga, I ain't this hot. <laughs> I ain't hot. You know I know I'm hot <laughs> around my area. Yeah. And I got a couple records, um, and um, I think that he heard stuff that I did on Chris Brown, fan of a fan. Yeah. And then when he heard I'm a boss, it was over. And um, they 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 he was reaching out. The ball was like on my top. So I just, like, hit him back, like, okay, what's up? You know what I mean? And he was like, yo, come up to the Rock Nation office. Um, I want to connect you with uh, Tata. And uh, Jay want to sign you. And um, I remember going up, and Tata wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say the a and his name, but he ended up getting fired. But um, I went there, and he was just like, oh, who you here for? I'm like, uh. They told me to come here to holla at Tata, and he was like, "Oh, Tata ain't here. What you got, beats?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got some beats." So he's like, "Yo, play 'em." So I'm playing the beats. This dude on his phone mm. filing his nails. Who's <laughs> this nigga? I don't know. I mean, listen, I know who the nigga is, but you he regretted it though. I'm sure. But, um, I left. I'm like, man. I'm telling. I'm telling my man's dude. I'm like, yo, I'm never coming back up this motherfucker. Word. I already <laughs> had like I had deals on the table. I had like five deals on the table. Mm. So I was ignoring this dude, but he gave my I was ignoring him for like two weeks. He gave my number to Jay's man Emery. Emery Jones. I an Emory story. So Emery uh me and I'm at my brother Drake crib. He texted me like, yo, um I'm at dinner with Jay. You know what I mean? He wanna um he 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 wanna connect it up. He 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 wanna do this. You know what I'm saying? So I knew it was legit. Yeah. Because Emory hit me up. So when I came back, Tata was there waiting for me. He was like, "Yo, play some beats." I played like two joints. And he was just like, "Yo, you you got to sign with us." Word. He like, "Yo, anybody behind at you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been I was humble about it." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been I had a few talks, but there ain't nothing too crazy." And he was like, "Yo, let's let's um let me give me a couple of days. I'm going to get the paper, paperwork together, and then we're going to take it from there." And I got a funny story about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, that's cool, you know, but I mean it could be a bigger bag out there. You know what what I'm saying? I don't even know what he's proposing, but you know, I'ma weigh my options. So I'ma still take these meetings just in case it falls through. So I came back, I had my last meeting. I was supposed to have my last meeting at Rock Nation, but they was like right across their building was right in the same building as Sony. Like they was Mm -hmm. right across the hall from each other. Okay. I took a I took a meeting with Sony and after I left Rock Nation and, and Tata found about found out about it the same exact day and he was pissed. Yeah. And my man Dude was um, you know, that was my that's my manager. And he was like, he called me out I never forget he called me, he said, Yo, yo, uh, you need to fire your manager, man. He going he gonna fuck your career up. Word. You know what I mean? And he was like, Yo, whatever you make, he's like, Whatever they offering, you're gonna make ten times here over at Rock Nation. And then I was sold, I was like, All right, you know yeah. what I mean? He's passionate. Like he's really passionate about yeah. me being over there. And they was like they had something to prove too. Prove too, because it was I was there in the early stages. I think they had just signed like J Cole, Bridget Kelly, and I think Willow Smith. Mm-hmm. So it was like really early. It was like so the first few artists. That yeah. They signed. So I, it was a big deal when I came over there. So I went there. I remember signing. I remember I had uh I had Jackie with me. She was pregnant with my daughter Amari, and uh, I went there, man, and, and I, you know, I got the contract, and I brought my lawyer with me, mm-hmm. and um, I did, I, you know, I signed everything with the lawyer, and he was like, "Yo, uh, Jay wait for you." I didn't even know Jay was there. He was waiting for I me. Was, I was. Lying, so man. he brought me in into his office, and I never forget because this probably was the biggest office I ever been in. Yeah, <laughs> the whole floor <laughs> this shit was crazy, <laughs> and, and, and Ho was in there um watching Sports Center. So I, I met him, he was just like, yo, he dapped it up, he was like, man, let's get it. And I'll never forget, I, we had turned around, walking back, and um, he was like, yo, grab the Ace of Spades, Tata grab the Ace of Spade. Yeah. And then I remember he grabbing me, and you know, I'm like, 100 pounds, he grabbed me, and I'm like, yeah. shaking me up. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's get it, you know what I mean? Yo! And then uh, we went back into the room, and um, no, I, I wasn't finished. I was. Uh, I had like one page left that we forgot. So then, when I was finished, he was just chopping it up with Jackie the whole time, and was just like telling her, like I think he rubbed her belly or something like that. And he yeah. was like, "Yo, this couldn't ha- happen at a better time." And Yo, it was, it was, you know what I mean? And God's
0: then, timing, man. Yeah, it was God's crazy. Timing, man. I had a uh, my. Uh, I said uh, you spoke on Emory. I have a funny Emory story. When I first moved to uh, moved up to New York uh, a few years ago. I went up to the Rock Nation offices, not invited, of course. So I just go in there, I walk in the building and shit, walk up to the front desk. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here. I got a meeting with Emory." He waiting on me right? Can you call there. He so they actually started calling or whatever. And It was like he not in the office right now. And then I was like, "All right, cool." And I walked out, but I didn't have no fucking meeting with him. <laughs> nah, Emory is. i was just super popping up. Cool, man. Yeah, that's why
1: I figure I'm like, man, if anybody going to feel me, it's going to be Emory. Yeah, he one of the realest dudes I um, met in the industry for real, man. Yeah, I, I ended end up movie. like I remember. Um, cause when I signed He had just got out. So yeah, I used to like have like little like um like walkthroughs and stuff like that in, in clubs in New York and stuff like that. And he just pull up. He would be in the VIP with me. I wasn't wasn't deep. He would just be there with me and just vibe out with me. Yeah, all the time.
0: Baltimore ass nigga. Yep. Baltimore ass nigga. Uh, talk to me about that that Rock Nation brunch, cause yeah, like that's like when when we when 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 the public just see pictures like that yeah. and it's all that greatness in one area. Like, what is that yeah. like, man? I mean,
1: I was there for the first one, man. And it was like, the first time was the craziest one because it was just like, yo, I'm there with, I'm here like with Rihanna and like Beyonce is in here. And, I mean, I met Beyonce a couple of times, but with Rock Nation brunches, it's like, it's no like, it's all people that's in the industry, mm. it's somebody that's doing something. So it's not like, it's like a you gala, got your like. homies with you and stuff like that to where mm-hmm. so they can branch off and holler at Beyonce. Everybody in there does something, yeah. you know what I mean. And, and um, it was just crazy, just seeing like big. You might see Michael B. Jordan in there. You might see just people that you you watch on movies and stuff like that, and TV yeah. people that I, uh that I'm fans of, you yeah. know what I mean. So I used to just sit back, I would be chilling and cut and just sitting back, like damn, this is really crazy, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: but, when you when like when I see you rubbing shoulders with with people like that, it makes me smile, Josh. Just thank like you, man. like. Like you and Nelson are pretty much the blueprint to getting out of here, being successful. Thank you, and and just showing showing people the way. Like you can do it. Like for sure, y'all are right there. Like living proof to people. Like, nah, you, I know you in in the circumstances you in, but mm-hmm. you can change them circumstances with dedication and just sticking to your craft and just Absolutely. knowing what you want to do and everything. Mm-hmm. So I always, I just. I just Thank love you, both of y'all, man. I just love how how y'all I, I represent love us, Nelson, man.
1: Like he really opened the door for everybody. Yes. Like
0: kick that bitch down,
1: and, and then like he the way he carried himself, like he never got in trouble and nothing like that. Um, and I I, re- I just respect like he he inspired me because like this dude come from Chester and this dude was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you know what I mean? And went undefeated. And- yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> man. That that's legendary. So. I mean, you know, I always was. Um, he was. He definitely played a part in my success as well because mm-hmm. that's somebody to look at. I mean, as far as music, I, I never really had nobody to look at. Um, but Nelson was just somebody like that. I, 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 like he used to come in my brother's crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, I was able to watch this dude go and 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 go to the NBA and be an all star. And I had his jersey, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that it was, it was that was very important. He opened the doors. Uh, he changed the game, man. Yeah, he changed yeah. the game for sure. We in talks. I got uh, a lot of respect uh, for Nelson, for sure, man.
0: Everybody should. I, we we've been in talks for uh, for a minute now for me to uh, sit down with him and get him on uh, on the interview. I'm sure this would probably put a little bit more fire under his ass. Yeah, y'all just gotta you. come up, man. Highlight my point, yeah. for sure. Um. Uh damn, I, I, I lost my train of thought. You're talking about
1: the Rock Nation brunch. Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> um
0: what type of food are they serving? I'm I'm imagining it's like it's it's naked women and
1: nah, pineapples nah, on titties and shit. No, nah. nah? it's very professional. Like you ain't gonna have no naked women in there when Gail in there, you know what mm, I mean? Shout and out like, to Gail. Robert Kraft and like I done seen so many like like influential people in there, and it's like it's really like a networking thing mm-hmm. um i mean people get lit in there people turn up you know what i mean i'm sure it's, it's, it's a it's, celebration it's, it's, as much as it's networking. you man. know it's still our people in there it's, you we're know black people in there we're gonna have fun we're gonna turn <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna turn it up we're gonna have fun but more importantly like um it's 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 more so a networking thing like the the i didn't go to the last one i was in um I was in Tennessee with St. Jude. Okay. Um, but the year before, I had brought um, Jackie with me, just cause she's doing her thing and she's out here making her own money, and you know she got to make some connects out there and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just a whole big like networking thing. That's you all. You know it is. what I mean? I, I see that. People it's build with each other. It's like black excellence. People build with each mm. other. There's no egos involved. We have fun. You know what I mean? We turn up. I mean, look, Jack was in there smoking with two chains, man. <laughs> They passing the... She probably gonna kill me for yeah, this. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Where else could you get some these type of stories? Yeah. My man tell me she his was wife smoking with two, two chains. Two
1: man, she was in there, but she was there building. She, I know, um, we was chopping up with Nipsey, me and my man Rata, and um, she got the chance to um, chop it up with Lauren London and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know that way she can pass off to like certain, you know, uh, um, you know celebrities and things like that. Yeah. And um, it's just a networking thing over there, though.
0: Sure enough. Um, I wanted to talk about, because you're pretty much responsible for the sound right now of the, the drill type sound with, and with your boy Bobby Schmerder just sure. coming home and everything. Was that record originally for Meek?
1: Nah, no, 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 it was. Yeah, it was for Meek. So okay. that story, like, I made the beat for Meek, but he was like, yeah, we just did Burn. Burn was on the radio, was killing it. It was a hot record in the streets. He was like, it sounds too much like burn. Yeah. I, I fool with it, but, you know, it sounded like burn. So, I was working with G on it heavy. I had just did uh, Put Your Hands Up for 50, and then I did 100 Bottles for um, Yale and Buck. That's my shit. Yeah, you fucking that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up doing um, um Jackpot. What's his name? Lloyd Banks reached out to me from a record that I did with him and Fab. Get down, and lay down. Very and he was like, yo, send me some beats. And uh, I ended up sending um, Banks that beat. You know what I mean? And he ended up um, putting it out. It was called Jackpot. But he put it out on Twitter. And he didn't put it on his tape. He just put it out there. Mm-hmm. and uh, Which was a dope record. I loved it. You know what I mean? And then I ended up putting that instrumental on his uh, mixtape called Crack Music 5. Mm. And um, I put it on Dat Piff. Okay. And, and um, Bobby and Rowdy... They ended up um, using the beat, "Smoney sh- Dance. It ended up being "Smoney sh- Dance, and then the other one was Hot Nigga." Man. You know what I mean? And I was late. I was late uh, figuring out how hot it was. i never forget. Kevin Durant tweeted me. He was like, yo, <laughs> this joint crazy. You know, it was crazy because my little brother Tone was telling me, like, yo, this joint is crazy. It's like popping on Vine. It's on everybody's yeah. Vine skits and shit like that. And then... um. When Kevin Durant tweeted me, he was like, yo, this joint is, is hot. You Kevin I mean? be on that shit. He be on Durant it. Durant be on that shit. Yeah. So I reached out to him on on Instagram. I was like, yo, send me a number. So we got to rap, and he was like, yo. He was like, um, you know, I'm trying to get out the streets. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he was like, send me some joints. Word. You know word. what I mean? And I was like, yo, just rock out with it. And, uh, you know, if it really, really pop off, then we handle the business from there. And then, like, maybe, like, two weeks later... Like, you no, know, like a week later, Complex, I did an um, article, did article on, him. on him, and it was like, uh, this is the answer to Chicago Drill, and I'm Ooh. like, this shit is crazy, you I mean? And then, um, Shy Money XL, um, he reached out, because he was um like the head A&R, he might have been the president at Epic. At I time think at that time like that. he was, yeah. Yeah, he was killing it, because um, straight off of everything he was doing with 50 Cent, mm-hmm. so... He was. He reached out. He was like, "Yo, um, we got a straight. We got. I'm about to sign Rowdy and Bobby. We got to straighten this business out ASAP. You know what I mean? Um, and I was just like, all right, cool.' You know what I mean? They, he paid for the beats, and then after that, they put the machine behind it. It was over after that. Name, the
0: first time I heard that shit, and I just seen him. Like when you see him, it's just like, yeah. no, that's a star.
1: You know, it was crazy <laughs> with the video. Like I would never click on it. Like he was like when he was throwing the hat up, like, yeah. everybody were at me on Instagram, and I just thought it was like a joke or something. Like yeah, that, no, to be honest with you, no. But then I, the record just blew up, and I, you know, and then like you said, that that birthed the sound of New York. Yeah. Well, I think I, I really think I'm a boss birthed the sound of New York at the time, but that like started it, the drill wave that's what I'm saying. That's like, that's here that, now, as
0: much as I'm a boss, like, changed things with. With hot nigga, my nigga. like
1: yeah, that changed my life. Like it changed my family life. It changed everybody's <laughs> life. Like yeah. it, and, it,
0: and it changed the landscape of music. The yeah. way that we hear music right now, like you're responsible for that kid. Thank like, you,
1: man. That's
0: like that's an accomplishment to know, like you did that.
1: Like, yeah, man. I mean, you got man. a lot of
0: babies out here right now, kid. Yeah, I be chilling though. I don't
1: really like w- even like when it was going on. Like my brothers would tell you, I was always chill about it. Like it was crazy, but it was. <laughs> like every week a different like something different would happen like you'll see like Justin Bieber doing the shmoney dance or you'll see like Rihanna and then I remember we had to do paperwork um we had to do like a sync license deal with ESPN because Drake came out to it Mm -hmm. at the ESPYs and then I that's when I knew it was like really ridiculous (laughs) and then I was seeing like I was seeing like viral videos of like People doing it at their weddings, yeah. and then like at a church they doing it, yeah, and then man. um, Yeah, old
0: ladies throwing their hats in there, the the church wild. hats in the air, and shit.
1: Yeah, it was just crazy. And then um, I don't know, man. It, it was just wild. Have
0: and y'all spoken about doing uh, more, more music together yeah. since he's home?
1: I've already sent masked up to um to his camp. And also, me and Rowdy did like three joints. That's my right guy.
0: That's the one I like. Yeah. I always like the one who people bear like. How I like Styles and Kisses the one. Or I love Rowdy, man. That's Rowdy, my, that's my guy. Rowdy, get busy. Yeah. His but energy is fucking crazy. Both of them crazy. is all around good dudes. Though, they are. Man. You can tell. You can tell. They, and you can tell that their mm-hmm. friendship or their brotherhood is it's real. Like oh, yeah, even before sure. the before it the case change.
1: and all that other shit. Like mm-hmm. you can tell,
0: like they genuinely mm-hmm. love each other. For the most part, I can't wait to hear you uh, with, uh, with them too. Yeah,
1: God willing, man. You know, yeah. God willing, if it, you know, anything I do stick, it's 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 a go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they, you know, they definitely gonna be on my shit for sure though. That's a given.
0: Yeah. Can I look out for anything from uh, anything with Griselda that you're gonna be doing?
1: I, you know, like I said, I was telling you earlier, I just did something with Conway and Uncle Murder. That's crazy too. Okay. Look that up, man. You're gonna Conway put- the Machine. I'm gonna throw that on my uh, my mixtape too. Okay. And uh yeah man you know like that drill wave is, is serious okay it's serious now
0: um it's time to like we like all right I, I, I beat around the bush enough now we got to talk about this grammy shit like okay it's one thing to come from come from here and you know then you you manage by rock nation this is big shit but when you got the grammy and we spoke on nelson earlier when you got the grammy it's like equivalent to when nelson made the all-star game it's just like that it's like i'm here like yeah. I'm I'm being recognized for my accomplishments. Mm-hmm. How was it when you got that call that you that you won a, a Grammy? With bubbling,
1: I found out. I so so I found out like in October you find out if you nominated. So I was in Miami and um Anderson Pack uh, texted me like, "Yo, what are we wearing to the Grammys?" Mm. I'm like, "Wow, this record is really nominated for a Grammy." So that was it. I didn't think I was going to win or anything like that because <laughs> it was like Nicki. I mean, it was like Cardi B and like Drake and like. Future and Kendrick mm. Lamar in the category, well, Anderson but Anderson was killing was, shit at that time. But I was like, all right, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's like it's like making it to the All Stars. It's like, all right, yo, I'm I'm in the mix. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes. So when Grammy came, it, Grammy weekend is always on my birthday, so I always go out L.A. to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I ended up going. Me and Jackie went up going. We we wound up going to um, Vegas and uh. You know, I'm just going crazy. I'm just getting lit every night, mm-hmm. turning up, having enjoying fun, and enjoying myself. Because it's like, I I ain't I don't think I'm a win, but I'm 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 hyped. I'm I'm grateful to even be acknowledged. You know what I'm saying? Because that record was a record that I really like, and it's it's always good for like like those type of records with yeah. that type of artist to be acknowledged. You know what I'm saying? So when we got to L. A., my family came out, and we was just turning up. And the funny thing about it is, me and Anderson packed birthday on the same day. Say word. Yeah, February eighth. So he had a party two nights. Uh, I got. It's a funny story. So he had a party like two nights before the Grammys. Mm. And man, I got tore up, man. I got tore up bad. And uh, I ended up going to the Rock Nation brunch the next day. Mm. And I never forget. We got into um, the Escalade. And it's like maybe like ten Escalades behind me. We get to the top of the hill where the um, party is at. I'm like, yo, I tell Rottie, yo, you gotta let me out, man. I gotta throw up. Yeah. <laughs> so all the celebrities is watching me on the side of the hill <laughs> throwing up in this bag. And then our security is like, I was hungover at the Rock Nation brunch, man. Yeah. Was that I the first one? I ran into Miki like, yo, boy, you like you had a long night, man. Yeah. Was that <laughs> like, the first Rock Nation brunch? Or? No, 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 This is probably like, no. This is like. This was like two years ago. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. All so right. this is like right. This is no, this two, two. Yeah, two years ago, two thousand nineteen. No, it was two thousand two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So, um, like that whole time, I was just turning up like crazy, going crazy. Yeah. So, you know, so we on our way. We late because we turned up the night before. I'm hungover, and uh, we late and we on our way. Some told me to check my Twitter, and uh, I checked it. You know what I mean? And um like my whole mentions is flooded. I got like a I got like two thousand mentions. I'm like, what the hell? Shit. And then i check and it was like Rock Nation had uh congratulated me. My publisher, uh Warner congratulated me on winning the Grammy. I'm like, holy shit, holy I won. Oh my shit. god, this is crazy. Yo, what? you know what I mean? And uh I never forget, we was hyped and they was like, Yo, I'm like, yo, we go on a red car, we, we take pictures, and we out. We going back and we turning up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, that's how it happened, man. We we dip. You know what I mean? That's we we dope. dip. How man. did that
0: song come about? How did you all even? That
1: song. So he followed me on Twitter, and I was a fan of his. Easy. And uh And I was like, yo, I, let me uh, send you some joints. No, no, no. He hit me up. He's like, yo, send me some joints. I'm like, all right, cool. I send him like a hundred beats, and he did. He did a whole bunch of. We got a whole bunch of records. Yeah. And um, bubbling was one of them, and he ended up going on. He he sent me bubbling, and then he ended up going on tour. And when he got off tour, he was playing a bunch of records for Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre heard it, and he was like, "Yo, what the what the fuck is this? This this? is crazy, nigga." (laughs) He was like, "I ain't never heard nothing like this before," and he was like, "Yeah," he was like, "Yo." Dr. Dre's like, yo, we putting this shit out ASAP. Let's handle this business. We putting this out ASAP. Yeah. So he was like, uh, he was like, yo, send the stems. We about to put this joint out. And then nope a lot of people don't know. I actually won my Grammy with Dr. Dre. He uh mixed the record. Yeah, he he mixed it. Yep. Are you fucking kidding? Yep. Me, kid. He mixed. it. That's the one, one thing I didn't know. Yep. Kid, he mixed I the did. record. Did he you, got uh, the drum sounding crazy on there. Yeah, they they
0: was some. This the shit was dunker. clear, yeah. crystal
1: clear. Yep. Um, did you get to meet Dre? I never got to meet Dre. Never. No. That's the only I've met everybody but Dr. Dre.
0: Mm, so who are some of the other uh, producers? I know you mentioned Just Blaze. I met Pharrell.
1: I met Just Blaze. I met Swiss, Kanye. You everybody. got any work with Kanye?
0: Did you have any work with him yet?
1: A lot of people don't know. Kanye co-produced uh, Burn. He did something with the brass horns on there. Honestly, I think Kanye got my tag taken off of there too. He was hating a little bit. Yeah, but he, he got a little bit of hating. Mean, that's what he into. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he understood at the time. I, I, he didn't like that the fact that, you know, like our generation was putting the tag Yeah, on the I was about to say he's a traditionalist. And he was telling, I swear to God, listen, this, um, if I'm lying or flying, I remember being in the studio with Vic Sean and, and Sean was like, yo, Kanye don't get it. Like, he was like, yo. Why he p- keep putting them? So, because Kanye ended. Kanye had a pack of my beats. I don't even know how he had my beats. But Kanye, mm-hmm. he was fucking with. Sean was saying he was fucking with my beats, but he hated the tag. Yeah. Like he didn't want the tag on there. He didn't oh. want no tags on his beats. And uh, and that was crazy. But he touched up a uh, burn. That's the crazy thing about it. Hear. He didn't want any credit or nothing like that. So you don't work. You, so
0: indirectly, you don't with Dr. Dre and uh, Kanye, Kanye for sure. Jesus Christ. What's the, You got any uh, stories about uh, Pharrell, a time that you was with Pharrell?
1: Nah, it was just a uh, what's up. You know what I yeah. mean? It wasn't too crazy. little, little you know what producer mean? We respect. We were in the same place at the same time. And it was just um, respect between both of us. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah. And you've co-produced the, uh, the bubbling with Ant-Man. Ant-Man it?
1: Wonder. So Ant-Man Wonder is his producer, but he does like samples. So... He ended up putting out this album. I was just a fan of him as a musician, mm-hmm. so it was just like you know how like a band would play something, mm-hmm. and then you would take their stuff and then make the beat. So it was like I sampled him, but I let him get like credit, producer credit credits. On. You know what I mean? Cause okay. He was coming up. He was trying to get hit in the game. You feel what, what I'm saying? Love, so he man. ended up winning a Grammy with me. And that's what
0: I was going to ask. You. I didn't know how the actual co-producing of that uh, actual record happening. What you saying? No,
1: I, that. I, I flat out. Created that beat. Yeah, but I sampled, sampled him. He gave me. I took his sample yeah. and then made the beat out like of it. Like everybody, you know what I mean. But Ant Man's my guy. I did the same thing with uh, Rick Ross. Um, what was it? Uh, Crocodile Python. Okay, all right. You know what right. I mean?
0: Where's Ant Man from? Where's Ant Man one? he's from
1: Philly. you're from Philly? Okay,
0: just wanted yeah. to give him a shout out. And make sure.
1: Ant Man's my guy.
0: Damn, I wish I wish you had, you you did so you wasn't in the studio with Anderson Pack when he. Uh, no, nah, I
1: recorded. think he was like in and out of tour or something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. That, um, but I
1: definitely wasn't in the studio making that.
0: Nigga, when that bubbling...
1: But I was in the studio making um, a couple records. I ended up doing a remix for um, Come Down, too, with yeah. uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Schoolboy Q. Okay, that was the first joint I did with him, though. Yeah.
0: Talk to me um, again. The bubbling is another another uh, example of your range. Talk to me about yeah. your range and how you develop like, your sound now.
1: Yeah. I like to just do me, but I like to... I like to bring people in my world, but I also like to do what they like to do too. Mm. I just know that he was just like a different type of artist. So, with that sample, you know what I mean? Like, I already like knew. Like, when he asked me for beats, I already knew, like, all right, cool. I'm gonna kind of like do some different shit. When I do this pack, when I make this folder, I'm gonna just do some different shit. Like, but I'm gonna bring him into my world. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna have some different sound, sound and shit. It ain't gonna sound like I'm a boss, but. It might have that same effect as far as the drums and okay, stuff like that. Okay. And I never really try to shy away from like my style unless I'm doing stuff like lemon lemonade mimosas for um currency, currency and like Crocodile Python for like okay. Rick Because that's more and, of like, a soul, like, your
0: soul bag. That's more right. of your soul bag. Right. That's uh um right now when I hear your stuff, uh I told you earlier, stadium, it sounds like you on some stadium music type of shit. Yeah. Is that
1: correct? Oh, yeah, opinion. for sure. Okay. I always had those little bags, like, even like... It sounds bigger, though. Yeah, like, 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 like when I did, has like, Jeezy, uh, uh, nah, Broke. nah Broke. That's, like, a big bigger Biggest shit It's big. The only reason why that wasn't a single, because Wayne ended up... No, he didn't take the beat and put it out. He did that beat, but it leaked. Mm. Right before we was putting that out as a single for Get his album. Here. And he was, Jeezy was sick, but he understood, though. He was like, damn, man. You know what I mean? Because me at the too. time, he was working on, uh, he was working, like, we was working with him heavy, me and Tone, out in Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, he was salty about that, because he was, um he was salty at Wayne, and them. Um, not really salty, like, on some beef shit, but he was just mad that it, like, leaked, because he really loved that record. But, like, that sound, it's just, like, a full, like, like, that's when I get in my bag with the melodies and, like, the chords and the, the mm. pads and stuff like mm. that to whereas though it's the melody that's really driven other than the drums yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but to answer your question like even now like I want to do something that's going to kind of change the game again and and uh, and and uh um do something really big you, you, know on, the, you
0: on the verge because all them the, the snippets that you be released and I'm like oh this shit it just sounds so huge and that's yeah. just coming from Thank you, my man. phone I can imagine what it sounds like yeah. coming through them damn studio speakers and that should have probably shake my Thank goddamn you. heart. Thank you. But it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm, I love it. I love it because Appreciate it. I can just, like, you, you continue to grow. Like, and, like, you, you're doing records with pop artists. And Thank you. Tell me about the pop, the pop lane. Like, yeah.
1: So, I mean, my first shot with that was, uh, I think it was Leona Lewis. Leona I ended Lewis. Up going yeah. out to, uh, London and working on her project and doing something with her and, uh, Donald Glover. Mm. You know what I mean? And that was like my first, like, real like intro into like the pop world and then i got to do like fan of a fan mm-hmm. with um with uh chris and Chris uh, brown got execu- exec- executive executive producer that with kevin mccall and oh prince i got to do that dream with prince
0: no the, the prince the purple prince, prince? prince
1: yeah with the, the ass out prince yeah i was on his last album yeah you met him I never met the nigga. Son, you
0: got a Prince story?
1: Nah, I don't got a Prince story. I wish I did. Yeah, the nigga just but blew my fucking mind, that. Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, nigga. I'm like, what? Yeah. But that was surreal because technically he sampled it and I had to go in and change some stuff. Yeah. So I did the record initially with Mila J. I fuck, she is so she's so beautiful. She's fire, right? here. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, for those who don't know, that's Janae a uh, sister. Yeah. And uh, I did her whole project, you know what I mean? And then he just was a fan of her stuff and, and a fan of the stuff that we did. Yeah, I'm like, wow, Prince is a fan of my shit. He this tapped is the in. greatest artist to me of all time, Nigga. you know what I mean? And um, we ended up being on his album, man, and it just was a blessing, man. And then he passed away. But I don't know, man. I think that's my biggest, account. like, I think that's bigger than a Grammy. Honestly, because like being recognized by, by yeah, Prince, because he's the best yeah. ever to me. Like I think he's like Michael Jordan, you know what I mean? He's yeah, the, he's yeah. the GOAT as far as like musicians, you know what I mean? Yeah, And in, in, in the art, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. That was just surreal too.
0: My nigga, you just blew my mind with with the I, just mentioning Prince and yeah. like. How the fuck do you
1: just... I'm going to send you that track, too. Uh, please Alexander.
0: do, nigga. Please yeah. do. Because working with Prince and and you got Dre and, like, my nigga. Like, I'm glad I did this because I'm i I'm getting... you giving me jewels that I, I had no clue I going, about.
1: I was going... You know what I mean? Oh, we'll my
0: God. Too. This is yeah, fucking yeah. dope. Um, You just blew my mind, y'all. Just mentioning that, like, fucking Prince... Like, you on Prince radar. Because anytime you hear somebody, like, every Prince story is a great story. Even that little bit of a story. Yeah. It's a great story. Every print story is great.
1: Yeah, we was, we was shocked, man. We couldn't believe it. You know what I mean?
0: That is, that is crazy. I'm, I asked you if you had a chance to speak to him because he's always, when he speaks to other artists, it's always about
1: ownership. Right. That's, I don't think I got a chance. He had died like right after that. That hmm. was the crazy thing about it. You know what I mean? Right before I even, I probably would have had a chance to work on more music with him. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, if but he was on I, his radar. Yeah, I didn't get that chance.
0: Man, Jesus Christ, fucking Prince! I gotta come back. I I gotta come back to life right now. Um, Damn! um, I think um, you just blew my mind. I swear to God, like I just—you just mentioned Prince and Dr. Dre in the same goddamn sentence. It's just like it just blew my fucking mind. Um, I want to talk about like a lot of the work that you do in the community. Um, First, who are some of like? The businessmen that you that you look to to for guidance and, and oh, hope for sure.
1: Hove gave me a lot of game of just like, you know, like just having integrity and you know what I mean. Mm. So I got game from him, and even like Kevin Lyles gave me a lot of game. People don't know like I mean, if you follow me on Instagram for a minute, you know, yeah, you y'all. knew Kevin Lyles was my manager yeah, yeah. for a couple of years. You know what I mean? But Kevin Lows used to just always give me game about just like being a brand outside of just Jalil Beats, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, really, Kevin Lyles and Hove, uh, I got a lot of game from them. And I got some game from Russell Simmons too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before he went the ball to ball Yeah, I got the <laughs> chance to talk to Russell Simmons as well. And these these are guys that I always watch, you know what I mean? Puff, Hove, uh, Russell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kev, and I always admired them from afar. Um. I don't really talk too much, so if I do come to you and ask you about certain things like that, like, motherfuckers know, like, I'm definitely, like, trying to figure something out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you ain't but, just wasting words.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, I seen these guys, like, before me, and I was a fan, you know what I mean? I was a fan, and I, I, I'm i a student of the, of the game, you know what I mean? So I watch these dudes, and anybody that know me know I'm a sponge. Mm-hmm. I, I might not say much, but i sit back and observe. And,
0: yeah. D- the d- observer is the dangerous one.
1: Yeah, but like even as far as like the community go, like that always been before them. That always just been something I was into. Mm. Like I always tell people, like I had a story about when I was a kid growing up. Like I mean, just being in the LV. I remember the center in the LV. Um, my mom had seven boys. She did the best she could. She did an amazing job, but mm. it was still certain things that you know we didn't have, but. We went. I remember they had like a Christmas giveaway in the center, mm-hmm. and I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know who threw it, but I know that I was a big like Ghostbuster. I was a fan of the Ghostbusters cartoon yeah. at the time, and uh, remember like the toilet, the monster toilet, that yeah. talking shit. <laughs> yeah. They had it there, and I remember I was like, I got it. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Somebody that don't even know me gave me this. You word, know what I'm word. No, no, for sure. And that always stuck with me. So when I when I signed my deal, I got a couple of dollars. I was like, "Yo, let me just start. I, I want to get that feeling of these."
0: Yeah, because your toy drives are legendary Thank around you, here, and and the, the way that you give back to the community, like I, I, you're, you're such a great example for us out here. Like,
1: appreciate it because
0: you're you're reachable, you're touchable. Like people can see you. Now we're not saying you out here just hanging out on some bullshit, but. If you're in the right area, you can you can ride past and see Ja or see Ja ride past you. Man, I
1: really love the city. I really I you like, have to
0: to be people, here, people, be from here. You gotta love it. But the
1: people support me uh, a thousand percent, mm-hmm. and that, it makes me want to uh, give back all mm-hmm. the time, and just you know do you know raise that bar in the city. You know what I mean? Because people appreciate it, and you want to do more for people that appreciate it. And everywhere I go, and it's, when I'm in the city, you know what I mean. I'm not in the city like I used to be, but, you know, when I'm, when I'm in town and I get to, like, just run into people that, yeah, even if love, I don't know, you know what I mean, love. it's always love. It's always respect. good to
0: get that that love that you don't normally see all the time because you don't right. know who, who got love for you or who respects yeah. you until you actually see them. Because a lot of our people, we don't do a lot of the online shouting outs and showing love because, you know, of whatever reason why we oh, but you don't know, do this it.
1: Is the era of, now nah, I get it, man. This is the era of, like, you know, everybody don't want to look like they a fan or anything like that yeah. but i i never felt that type spread of way. love towards people you know spread what i mean spread yeah. love man <laughs> I, I respect it you know what i mean yeah i, I don't be send giving that a same damn. respect back you know
0: what i mean yeah that's why whenever i like i don't mind like when you when you post some shit and i just hit you in the comment and say something real quick it's just like yeah. i just want an acknowledgement like yeah. i just love acknowledging I, people I wanna, who are doing shit i want to
1: reciprocate reciprocate what is it called reciprocate, reciprocate. reciprocate, reciprocate. yes that
0: Yes. I done had this damn shot. Yeah, that little shot. That was just to get you comfortable.
1: Reciprocate.
0: Um, uh, talk to me about opening up the Snickers store because that was like that was like the the. Not, I wouldn't say the start but it helped add to the new renaissance of yeah. uh, building Overtown back up to other people to be downtown.
1: Well, I wanted to do, it's crazy because I wanted to do a nightclub. I wanted to do Club 808 mm. but just to bring like Cause I would see how, like, when we was doing tandem weekend, not even tandem weekend, we would do like certain little things on a comm that nobody would even know, and we would bring like celebrities in, but nobody would really know. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, well, if I got that reach, you know what I mean? Let's do, let's do a nightclub and see if we can bring these people in, and the city can see it, and then we can build around it. So, then I got to think, like, you know, I don't think the city is ready for that. You know mm. what I mean? Putting everybody in one little spot at mm. that spot. And, um, you know, I had a relationship with Sneaker Villa. They wanted to do... Mill had did, like, a Dream Chasers line with Mark Echo over there. Mm. So they wanted to do the same thing with me. And, you know, I just built a great relationship with them. And I was just like, yo, I'm thinking about buying a lot of property in my city downtown. It's untapped, you know. Very untapped. Let's sit down. What can we do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they were like, look, we'll give you your own... You can franchise it. We get the op- option to franchise it, and we'll give you your own, the first signature store. And this was, like, we met a couple times, and then they was they was with it. You know, so you're the first signature store? Yeah, I'm the first sign. I'm the only fi- signature store right now. Excuse the fuck out of me. And we partners with the whole business of that store. Okay. And I own, they my tenant as well.
0: You know what so, I mean? So you own no, Macoris? Is yeah uh, the old McCory's.
1: And we was looking at a hole, but we wasn't even gonna go with that. But I found out that back in my like back in the day, of you the could. Shit. Yeah, I know it was the shit, but you couldn't. <laughs> like black people couldn't use the bathroom or the fountain yeah, over there. I remember there. hearing that. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, we it's segregated buy that. in that motherfucker." I was like, yeah, I'm I'm getting that one right there. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it was like on the corner, so. Right it, there. I used
0: yeah. to, when I was younger, I used to and go over there to Grands and to Tops and things to buy sneakers and yeah. stuff. And, and it's still, McCorries. believe it or not,
1: it's still the number one sneaker store in the region Good in this time. area, yeah. Congratulate. You that But that just, is a testament of how much the city re- support. Yeah, and, you, and
0: you're providing opportunity and jobs for, yeah, for kids. Yeah, everybody worked
1: there. Most of the people was working. I, mean, I do not know my niece was working there. I know a lot of the young boys that graduated from Chester High who was working there. Mm -hmm. So we want to keep it in the city, like people from the city uh, working there and just creating jobs and just creating opportunities. That's the whole goal.
0: Yeah, and you spoke on uh, trying to open a nightclub. Do y'all still have plans on trying to open a lounge We actually
1: got a hookah lounge that's open over top. And that's through somebody else, but I think that we're going to be partners in that. Mm. Yeah, I got to highlight my own partners. But it's going to be a hookah lounge over... like a, It's gonna be it's a big space over top of the sneaker store. Okay, okay. And then behind that is... We already got the clinic done, PA Health & Wellness. Okay. So I partnered with PA Health & Wellness. We got a clinic coming. Word. We were supposed to do um, a ribbon cutting before COVID. Mm. But then, like, I mean, COVID, COVID hit. And then a lot of things didn't get done. So that's
0: coming next, though. How the hell... How did COVID change the, the music industry for you? Or
1: how did that... But nobody tours, so a lot of people ain't making music like that, you yeah. know what I mean? And then the the ones that is aren't the guys that sell too crazy, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I mean, I didn't take a hit, but it definitely kind of, like, slowed the process down.
0: Yeah, I'm sure everything was shut down.
1: Yeah, I mean, but thank God I got other avenues or like, streams of money that yeah. I can tap into. Well, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to do that. I was smart enough to do that because when a lot of people is like struggling, man, Heck and yeah, I feel man. for them. It's rough out here.
0: Um, talk to me. I want to talk about Tandem Weekend because that was like, it was game changing for, for the community and like, because when you come to the weekend, you can feel the love. Yeah. And it's kids enjoying mm-hmm. themselves and even grown-ups is standing mm-hmm. out there and then you got all the vendors and things mm-hmm. like that. Like talk to me about like spirit hitting that situation. Yeah.
1: So with Tan the Weekend, it was just like like a like a like a family reunion in Chester. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. yes. whereas though it's those, like, I get it. I understand that like a lot of people, uh, we in Chester, it's a small city and it's like it's stricken by poverty. So, a lot of people, we in an era where a lot of people was like starting to be their own bosses and stuff like that. So, I sat down with my team and I was just like, how can I like emphasize on that? How can we do something dope for the city and give other people opportunities as well? You know what I mean? So, we would just reach out to all the vendors, like the whole block would just be vendors selling their stuff. And and then we was like, we wanted to, because like the artist stuff was later on. Those ideas were later on. So then we wanted to just do stuff like with um with like the kids. So my brother is always involved. My brother Dre is in tandem, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he was just like, yo, I, my my people's. Shout out to Sean Pickett. Sean, Sean Pickett Sean does stuff like with the bouncies and stuff like that. So he was like, um, yo, let's get some bouncies. And then my man Doc, my that's my cousin, my man Doc. Mm. He got um he started doing, like, the funnel cake vendor, like, the, the truck and all that yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So I'm like, all right, well, these are my peoples. I'm going to start bringing them in. And uh we just started, like, we, we put that idea together. And then we was just like, yo, you know, we got the vendors. We got, like, stuff. We, we got, like, a game bus or something like that mm-hmm. for the kids. I think we had, like, a pony there the first year. Yeah, I believe y'all did have like a that. pony the first year. <laughs> and then, like, I was just like, yo, why don't we just do a concert? Why don't we just bring, like... You know, like some artists here and shit like yeah. that. Like, this artist constantly hitting me up for beats. Let's kinda like use these favors yeah. to do these things. And then like I know the first year we had like Kiss, which is like one of my top five favorite rappers. So I had him come through, I had Beans, another one yeah. come through. For like the older crowd, then I had like for like people that that's into like the underground, I had um Casanova come through. He was he had yeah, just I remember like, that year. he had put a record out called Run and then we had I think we had A Boogie with the hoodie head yes. he was like on super on fire mm-hmm. and um it was hot as shit I, that day I don't think people believed it I know motherfuckers was like yo A Boogie A Boogie ain't coming out here yeah. you know what I mean you So you blew when he mind came with the Rick
0: Ross joint uh, the, the yeah, year later yeah we had Rick Ross
1: coming a year later you yeah, know what I mean that and, was big i I fuck with that it's weekend. crazy cause last summer we were supposed to do we was gonna do Uzi mm. Uzi well, head crazy. Um, and you know what's crazy God bless his soul um Nipsey Hustle. We was gonna do. Uh, um Me and Rata was chopping up with Nipsey, and I was just telling. We was just telling Nipsey how we like we we buying blocks in Chester. and We buying like we bought the whole block yeah. Yeah, over town. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, "What? Like yeah. I, I had to pay two million dollars for that for my joint." So we started to build, and what we was gonna do was we was gonna do like a um a conference type thing. Yeah, and we was gonna have um. We had, we, we had, um, gave, um, what's his name from Atlanta? Um, Rapper Boy, activist. Big Mike, uh, big Mike, Killer Mike, big, I mean, Killer Killer Mike, Killer Mike, Killer Mike. Mike, Killer Mike. Mike he had agreed it was gonna be me, him, and Nipsey. They had uh, agreed to do Tandem Weekend. Mm. And it, we was just gonna teach the value of uh, starting your own business. And, um, we was gonna have like workshops showing you how to do your LLC and all types of cool word, shit. Word. And just giving game. And then Nipsey like passed away like right before Tandem weekend. Damn, that was like super sad. sad. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, we 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 uh we we did it, and I gotta salute the city because every year we do it, there's no problems. Yeah, nobody wanna fight. Everybody got respect. And the last time it was two hoods that was beefing with each other, right there next to each other, and nobody did nothing. Man, it was all love.
0: I was coming back down because your weekend is normally. And the weekend is normally the same weekend that uh, Spike Lee does the uh, the Michael Jackson or the, uh, the Michael Jackson party, block mm-hmm. party or whatever. So one year I didn't go to that. I came I came back down here to to actually see it. May have been the second year. I, I'm not sure what year it was that you had me uh, host a basketball I, yeah. game. But it was. I think that was the second year. That was the second year. We only year. did. I think we only did two years. Three. I believe. We did three years. I thought y'all did three. No, no,
1: we did. So 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 it was A Boogie the first year. Then we had P and B Rock. Yeah. Um. Headline. Then we had Rose. Yeah. See, yeah, I yeah. I, I, did, I
0: can't remember which one it was, but I, I surely I enjoyed myself. Yeah, that it was, was fun, hella yeah. fun. It was hot as yeah. shit in that and damn And shout out to my gym. boy
1: Rondé because Rondé came through and, and he coached because nobody yeah. niggas was looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah. I was trying to call some plays <laughs> and stuff like that for young boys. But yeah. he came through, and then you know it was, it was a good it was good man. man. It, like it really it, that weekend is it's it's love. Uh, we we supposed to have AI and um. And and what happened was AI had some happened with AI and his family, and um he was really upset about that. Talk to
0: man. me about that relationship that you got with AI. Yeah, he's
1: like a he's like a big brother, man. He loved me to death. Yeah, I, I know. Don't understand it, but dude, I know, look. like I can tell. <laughs> like, how did but y'all think, meet? Like so so his his cousin is um is my man's K. You know what I mean? Okay. And um I just. Like I just was around K and then he just would wanna pull up. Yeah, you know I mean, he would pull up to the studio or he would just be like, yo, tell tell because Hot Nigga was like one of his favorite songs. Okay. He'd be like, yo, tell Lil to come to the hotel and just kick it. We drink. And he loved Don P so he he put me on a Don P. We used We're, to just get tore up off of bottles of Don hey, P. I
0: turned you on a Don P, man. Yeah, but
1: I, I remember like we ended up going to Toronto for All Star Weekend. And I really got we stayed in the same hotel. And I really got to really like, like just roll around with him and just pick his brain and you know what I mean. And I think we like sort of like the same type of people, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I can I can get we, that. We can
1: relate on a lot of things, even on a success level, you know what I mean? He got, he got a big family. I got a big family. Word. So we both go through um, the same type of things. So that's
0: work. That's deep. that's dope. And also you got a good
1: first. He's actually on my intro on my project too. The new Don't one that's play coming. For you too. Yeah. Please
0: do. Um, what was I going to ask you? Uh, has AI ever teased you about uh the game that he had? What was it like 60? Oh, I beat his ass.
1: Yeah, no, oh, no, no, I thought you was about to talk about it, So, <laughs> yeah, he said he gave nuts and buckets.
0: Uh, it what he didn't get the whole 60. How much was it? It was. He didn't get the whole sixty. Yeah, he
1: said he gave Nelson buckets. He though.
0: gave him some buckets. I was wondering if y'all talking about <laughs> no, that. We that's definitely funny. talk about that. that is he, loved, he loved Jameer.
1: He loved Jameer. He Hell loved him. Yeah. yeah!
0: Hell yeah! That's, I knew I, it. I, 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 like that was one of the main questions that I wanted yeah. to ask you. If, if if he just y'all just kicking it,
1: and he just say something about that game against he Nelson. He definitely said he gave. He said I had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, no, he was. There. He said I had to give it to him. I love him to death. He said 60. Yeah, Dre said, yo, yo, you gave my man 50. He said, nah, 60. Nah, he didn't give him the whole 60.
0: I, I would not co-sign that he gave nah, him the whole nah. 60, but, but he, um, some buckets were given.
1: Nah, but I, I beat AI at David Buster's. One night he had to come out of David Buster's. To, uh, my brother Jamil, I think Milk was with me, and Jamar was with me. And um, we was playing on the courts and I didn't miss. Yeah. And he was mad at me. Yo, he was pissed. <laughs> Listen. I wouldn't give him another rematch because I beat him. <laughs> You're not him. supposed to. I never gave him another rematch. you not supposed to. So, so I talked about it. And I did an interview with Slam Magazine and Reebok, and I talked about how... Um, Cause he had connected me with Reebok, and I had did like a photo shoot, and I did something for Slam, for one of his colorways. Okay. And um, I was just telling them like, yo, I beat I beat his ass at David Busters. Yeah. He's mad. He's mad that I (laughs) talked I talked about it in the Slam magazine. You up? And I seen him at um, I ran to him at the powerhouse, and he said, man. N- don't talk to me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk, you talk, you you So you went to Slam Magazine, told him, told him you beat me. Oh, that is fucking hilarious. No, that's my man. big bro, though, for sure. Yeah, I can tell y'all got
0: a good relationship. What's up with you, and, um, Danny Garcia? I see you got guys. That's a good another. Relationship with that's him. my
1: brother, man. Um, that's another. I, I, his, his daughter, I mean, his um, little sisters. They sing, mm. so I do a lot of work with them. But uh, that's my guy, man. I knew him before. Like a lot of this stuff bubbled off. You know what I mean? his his managers his management is uh some of my best friends the Watson brothers okay so i used to stay with them out in la you know what i mean um and he was he was one of their they managed them help like sam watson and uh al hammons those are dudes is always behind Floyd. Oh, and I know. Oh, ring and stuff if like if that. If anybody ever yeah. hears Al Heyman, you don't know Al Heyman, so you don't some know. Of nothing. My best friends. Get the fuck out nah, of here. Nah, that's my brother's, for sure. That's he was dope. in my music videos and shit and yeah, everything. That's dope. But um, that's how I met Danny. We just always kicked it. And uh we got close, man. He ended up buying a house that I was about to buy. The house he in now with the indoor pool. Yeah. I was gonna buy that house, but it was just too much to put it. I think he put he put some bread into that drink. I'm sure. But and, an indoor and, and, and pool. Jackie just, was like, man, we gotta get something now. We ended up getting the pool. But it wasn't indoor. It wasn't you know an indoor joint. I imagine <laughs> being
0: being around uh, Danny. He just out of nowhere just start shadow boxing out of the blue. Do he just nah, start just throwing jabs? He real cool. And he real
1: humble man. He's, yeah. he's a cool dude.
0: Cool dude. That's I, I love him and his uh, him and his pops relationship is is pretty cool.
1: Even he, he was supposed to do a, a in store for um before the COVID stuff at the DTLR. COVID fucked yeah. a lot of I know. shit up.
0: Um, we talked about your your work in the community. Um, how is it? How you just recently signed uh, the kid Bobby Zane.
1: I actually I'm in the process Of signing Process of Okay But it's gonna be done He just did something With Meek I got him something With Meek And one He got a drink With Gucci Mane That's ridiculous He definitely give me Gucci vibes Yeah 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 yeah. Young boy So I, I don't wanna be A dinosaur You know what I mean I, I'm a fan of like Dudes like NBA Young Boy yeah. I'm a fan of Like Roddy Rich And yeah, all those young dudes yeah. That's the wave You know what I mean yeah. Like music is Evolving A lot of these dudes Are just straight up Artists you know what I mean? They, they—it's bigger than like hip hop. It's like yeah. it's they artists now, like they rock stars. Like like yeah, it's no more. It not know, rather, or, it's not like vert These guys, rock stars. Are, you know what I mean? You, and he falls you wanna, that. He either falls you under that adapt or you gonna, you gonna Die. go away. You know yeah. yeah. what I'm saying? So I was just like, tone always keep me up on like the wave of. These new young dudes. Okay. There's a lot of young me. dudes in the city that I know that they probably don't even know I know. Yeah, me too. And, uh, too well. <laughs> I just became a fan of him. I was like, yo, he's, he's dope. Got he's it. fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he got a movement behind him. That that was really impress- Press That was impressive to me. I'll tell you about that movement. That was impressive, for real, to me. And, uh, you know, he's from the fairground. My mom from the fairground. You feel me? Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, makes so sense. I just... Uh, I reached out to um, my man Rick Daines from Hip Hop since 1987, and he managed him. I was just like, "Yo, mm. I'm thinking about signing the young boy, you know what I mean?" But we're gonna do it different this time. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I sat down with him, and I had my dad with him. He got to chop it up with my pop, and just we was just telling him about my background because it's a gap. He's a young, he's yeah, really younger. young. yeah, younger, yeah, younger. So I got to learn about him. And his struggles and, and and um what he's trying to accomplish, Fell in love and with I the was story. just like, man, I'm trying to help, man. I, I you know, and I'm in I'm in the uh I'm in the middle of doing another label deal okay. somewhere, um that's way better, you know what I mean? Cause I had one or we had a deal with 188 eighty eight, but it was more so of a like. Uh, um indie deal, and I had CRMC over there, mm. but we couldn't move the way that we wanted to move. They promised a lot. Promised us a lot of stuff that we couldn't do. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm. And they wanted to change their music as well. I never really told them that, but they wanted them to be what they wasn't. Like what? What do you mean? CRMC is very talented. They these young dudes like they they can rap. They can do a rap lot of stuff, but they wanted them to be like quote unquote these clout chasing rappers. You feel okay, what I'm saying? The bullshit. And that's what they, they more so like me, their persona, you know what yeah. I mean? They ain't trying to do they trying to make the music and be out the way. Fuck yeah. But with this next situation that I'm doing, it'll enable like a label it's a label deal. So it's mm-hmm. like we probably, you know, we probably don't get the same cuts, but it's a label deal. And I can take these young artists and his talent from Chester and really blow them up because I feel like that's the last thing on my list. I've been able to accomplish a lot of things, but I haven't been able to break any artists from Chester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's why I wanted to know. And, like right and now, that's probably my biggest goal is to find somebody that I fool with and, uh, and, and 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 blow them up because me as a um, me as a producer, I can't really do. I, I, and then I'm a behind the scenes producer, mm-hmm. so I can't really do. Uh, like certain things these artists like Rick Ross can do with a meek mill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. All I could do is kind of share my resources, but this will give him the chance to have some money behind him yeah. and do what he got to do.
0: I'll um we are going to wrap it up. I know we are getting a little late
1: in time. Yeah, I got to be somewhere. I, yeah, I know. Like this a little no, little I am wrapping it up. Don't worry about it. These are, <laughs> this is this is, this is the end of the question. Hey, <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: have timed it perfectly. It um so yeah, I wanted I want to touch on the uh, Bobby Bobby Zane thing when you yeah. spoke on his his following already. Um Yeah. I'm, I'm proof of his following because uh, one weekend we wanted to play in a couple of his tracks on the joint and I'm promoting it and, and shouting, shouting everything out and his friends took the love the wrong way. They felt like I was dissing him instead Yo, of man. promoting him. You got to so, be careful
1: with these young people. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, I know.
0: But I'm an <laughs> I'm, I'm OG nigga and I let yeah, them know like yeah, no, we ain't going to no, go down up. that line. Yeah, you for for know what sure, I'm saying? Sure. So we straightened out and, and I can tell how Bobby's and he has his head on straight because me and him was the ones Communicating in between yeah. of all the extra shit. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, you got some people behind you and I love yeah, that. But you
1: know what I liked about him? He was really humble. He's really humble and he's like he's just different. Like he 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 wanna stay out of the way and just have fun. Like he wanna make music.
0: Yeah, he looked like it.
1: He ain't trying to be out here beefing with other young boys and, and that was a that was one thing I said. I said, Well listen, man. I sat down with him, I said, Well listen, I'm from Chester, so I represent everybody, so Right now, we are gonna get this out of the way. Do you got beef with anybody? Because I'm not trying to inherit that beef. Yeah. I'm trying to sign other young boys, too. Word.
0: I'm word. trying to
1: sign. Uh, I'm trying to sign at least five more of these young boys that I know about.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Um, last. Uh, what do you have coming up? These last few yeah. things. Anything
1: that you got coming up that you wanted people to pay attention to? So I mean, look out for Bobby and Rowdy, of course. Um, Bobby Zane. Like I, I wanna, I wanna break him. You know what I mean? That's the most important thing, but I've been working, so as a producer, you work a year, and then, uh, you work a whole year, and then the music ends up coming out the next year, yeah. so last year, I was just like, working like crazy, so it's starting to come out, I know the little dirt joint came out, um, busted joint just came mm-hmm. out, and I got a whole bunch of shit coming, you yeah, know I, can't I mean, wait. but most importantly... Just putting all my uh, eggs behind him in the basket for Bobby Zane and kind of like blowing him up. That's cool. And then working with my boys, GS9. Yeah,
0: that's cool, man. Um, first, thank you. Thank you for oh, sitting here, man. Like, you really, me, man. I really appreciate you uh, sitting down with me and taking this time out because I know you're a busy man. And I hope that I gave you the interview that you wanted. And oh, man, it was you got some good questions, man. You know what I'm saying? So um, just thank you, man. Like, really, because I, I, th- I know this is going to do something. For me in Some type of way, yeah. And any
1: anybody, um, I can shoot over to you. You know what I mean. I'm definitely with that. You know what yeah. I mean. And I'm gonna get Dre uh, to shoot you my number. Word, so we can, word. I could definitely have some people come up. I definitely, I, I would, I would
0: appreciate that because, um, you know, I, I love hip hop and I, yeah. and I just want to make sure that my voice is heard as well as other people's voices. Like mm-hmm. this right here was perfect for me because, like I told you, I didn't get a lot of interviews to where we was able to get this mm-hmm. like print stories and fucking Dre mixed that and like. So, thank you, man. I, I'm at a loss oh, yes, for words and, like, it, thank you, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody who's li- uh, listening and watching, t- watching this joint. Be sure to check it out on my YouTube page and on my website, com. This is the Grammy Award-winning producer, Jalil Beats. Thank you. I'm Jay Sutton. we catch you all on the next one. Reality check.